This is True Buds, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts Never heard a show as good as this, yeah Number one, it's the best, bringing in many special guests In the industry of cannabis, business owners to growers Even artists you know of, so sit back and just roll up The perfect show for my smokers, True Buds What's up my smokers, welcome to the True Buds show It's your buddy Jack Woltering here with the one and only Brianda Massey. You know her from the True Buds tank I got working on, the Smokers tank. You might recognize her from the Cannabis Enthusiast video. We're going to dive into that, and she's going to you know, provide some insight into the fashion world, smoking. But first, I want to give a little shout-out to the sponsor today at Real Leaf. If you like smoking spliffs, grab some of this stuff, throw it in your spliff, roll it up. It's a healthy alternative to tobacco. I'm not a spliff guy, though. I prefer it straight up, just setting the record straight but if you do like spliffs check this stuff out do you smoke spliffs i do not they really hurt my throat so i am not with that i'm i really love jade so hell yeah yeah double paper double paper <laughs> and now where can everybody follow you it's a uh, brianda 1010 um on instagram and yeah that's pretty much it that's the really true platform i'm on uh, that's cool cool yeah i know she's a. Uh, like with the smokers tank, um, I'm really excited. We did, we're on our third, we're talking today, you know, we've done, what do you call them, prototypes? What's the right word for this? You can call them prototype or samples. Sample sounds better. Yeah. I feel like I'm like a scientist when I say prototype. Yeah, like, uh, you're like putting something <laughs> that's gonna turn out to this like weird, creepy thing. Like, it's a prototype. <laughs> no, um, you call it samples, like your first production sample. Yeah. Kinda. And they've been nice so far, and I'm just going to fill everybody in. No, thank you. Like, about what it's about, this tank. If you haven't seen it, like I said, there's some videos. But essentially, I wanted to make... I was on the beach. I didn't have pockets. I was wearing a tank top. I had some weed. I'm like, I wish my tank top had pockets. So then we're going to put a couple like, secret pockets on the edge here. And then we got a front pocket where you can put your papers, your bud, you know, your vape. Button it up, do your thing, and it's all in one there. Yeah. And, uh... You've been helping me head the way here on that. Thank you. And I really feel like, you know, you have a great idea, Jack. And it's really a part of the California culture because there's so many times, you know, I'm out and about with similar issues. But luckily, I'm a woman. So, like, I have a purse with tons of pockets and things like that. Yeah. yeah. But it would be cool to have, like, well, for me, I would still go to a purse. But, you know, as a guy, I could see how beneficial it would be. Yeah, and went on, yeah, on the go, working out or whatever. But I yeah. think you did show me too, because I came to you with this idea, and you're like, actually, it's funny you said this, because weren't you, didn't you do a like kind of a purse or another bag with some secret yeah. pockets in there as well? I also did a weed a fanny pack for a company. It was vinyl on outside, and on the inside they had a um, secret pocket for the vape. They had another secret pocket for like where to stash your weed in case you're going to events, people want to patch you down. Um, that project was a ton of fun it was my first weed project fashion first weed fashion project and now it's just like i feel like people more people are catching on because i had like this guy who also wanted to do a button up and his is more for like molly i know this is different right. it's it's the party scene but he had like more rave shirts he was like i need a pocket to put my molly pill and i was like this doesn't sound too strange after i did like weed stuff you know what i'm saying yeah. i can see why this is important so it's yeah you guys are definitely ahead of the curve and that's also why i wanted to bring you here today so yeah. anybody listening uh watching here today 
please, I'll put the links below on the YouTube video, but follow her, hit her up if you want, if you have any ideas, mm -hmm. like you want something made. But I also wanted to talk to you today about mm -hmm. kind of your method and like how smoking helps or how, how do you go about smoking? Does it in your creative process? I feel like it's changed. Like when I used to smoke in college, I used to feel like the most creative and I feel like weed was different, you know, like, cause I've really felt affected by weed. Now I feel like I smoke and it's just for stress in a sense. Like weed helps me to distress and be able to think clearly without anxiety nowadays. Okay. And I wish I could find a strain that makes me creative. Like if anyone has any good, you know, shops in LA that has great sativas for creative strains, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause I'm looking always and I haven't found anything yet that has done that since I first moved to LA. I feel like, you know, the places I go. Have you had any Jack Herrera? I love Jack so much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, okay. I have, that's usually my go-to strain. Cause I like how it makes your head feel like I love Jack. I love, um, Anything with the name green in it in most cases are like citrusy type oh, yeah, things. Lemon. They just, ugh, so good. Anyway, um, so I have tried <laughs> it, but I haven't found like a good one as of recently. So if you know any place with a good Jack Carrera. You know, I'm, it depends. A lot of times I'll get my flower through my buddy who grows and stuff. A lot of times I'll go See? get my edibles and vapes through dispensaries, but mm -hmm. you know. I think that's like what's, what is, that's where the best weed is, the people who grow. Because now the shops, I feel like it's so, like, I don't know what they're doing to the weed, but something is off and it's hard to find good weed. So, yeah. And I think a lot of it is like old, I think. And like, I mean, which is fine. I smoke old weed all the time, but it's like <laughs> it gets caught through like the regulatory process, um, if that's a word. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, so they have to like, it has to go through testing. Yeah. It has to go get packaged. When it's in the packaging, it has to get shipped. Now it's sitting on a shelf. Like, so maybe that's part of it. Yeah. But. I definitely like my my buddy Chris, who I had here, who mm -hmm. grows. Like I definitely like, and I know exactly w what like what he uses. He does like all organic. He's all legit. He's like on it like that. I would like Chris's information after this. Yeah, yeah I got pretty you. Pretty cool. I think the world. Would. Skyline no, Farms <laughs> LA on IG. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. So, what got you into fashion initially, or have what? you always? Yeah, I've always been for most cases, like since childhood into fashion, even like high school, I took um, community college sewing classes and like I knew I was going to be a designer. And I think most of all, it's just like the idea that I can create anything from a concept and make it like something that somebody can wear. Like it's to me it's the best form of art because it's not it's not hanging on a wall it's on someone's back yeah. going you know down the street people are seeing it they're connected with it you know what i'm saying and it touches your body and i just feel like when fashion is done correctly it's it's ingenious and it's i great. feel that and i think everybody listening you know could probably has a shirt i know mm -hmm. i have several like just worn right you've worn it for like 10 years it's yeah. just your, it's like your it's your go-to comfortable thing do you have one of those or am i crazy no, I do. I I do. I want to say, I don't know about shirts. I have that feeling about jeans just because, okay, cool. you know, it's hard for women to find jeans. And I feel like I have, like, some favorite pair. As far as shirts, I haven't found that yet. Jackets, for sure. Oh, yeah? I have those favorite pieces, yeah, that have lasted years throughout, you know, my life. Because it's just so cool and I refuse. Even if they got a rip in them, I'm not giving it up. Yeah, it adds character. Yeah. It's like, it, oh, yeah. It does. And, like, here, I feel like you can get away with, like, the 
I don't want to say homeless vibe, but like that <laughs> Kanye West, um, not cared after look. Uh, and I don't know. I'm like a fan of Kanye's music, but I know mm-hmm. he's like pretty hardcore in the fashion game. I don't keep up with that. Like, what's your opinion on him and his? Uh, what does he even have going on? I know he has a Yeezys and stuff, but like in yeah. terms of, does he have other apparel too, like a clothing lines and? He does. He has something. I'm not really that familiar with Kanye either. Like, I don't follow him closely, but I do know he has, like, Sunday service, I think. Now, if we're wrong, it can be okay. Um, but he has <laughs> Sunday service, and it's basically, like, oversized tees and beige colors and neutrals in most cases. I'm not here for the price point just because, like, the people that, you know, support him can't afford it in most cases. And it's just, like, he's not selling anything of, like uniqueness it's just t-shirts and like sweatpants with calabasas on it so <laughs> i'm not impressed yeah hey I, I respect it i respect <laughs> the truth there and yeah. um so like but menswear you were telling me a while back is what you like to do the most correct yeah it's my passion it is um i think it started with like i was raised on my dad so i would always he would come to me for fashion choices so like i would be in like um i don't even know some midwest suit store helping my dad pick out his clothes and I just feel like guys are easier to sell to and understand because they are y'all like the same stuff over and over like you you guys <laughs> will buy this one pair of jeans in all colors if you rock with it yeah. and I support that lo- loyalty because I feel like women are so flaky and they want so many decisions like oh this has ruffles but I want ruffles and polka dots like you know what I'm saying yeah no I feel you 100% <laughs> like when you find like especially like when you find something or a company and it fits right mm-hmm. like you're saying i'll keep buying that stuff you know like yeah because that's if it's good exactly <laughs> that's the most important thing it's like that's yeah. it like i went uh, on the way to vegas we stopped at some like outlet or it was like the polo outlet because i left all my clothes i had all my clothes hanging up i'm halfway to vegas I'm like fuck i left all my shit Dang. so we get in the place my girl and i was going that she's like I just grabbed a couple things. She's like, are you going to try them on? I'm like, no. She's like, go try them on. I'm like, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> like, I usually don't even try stuff on. I just, like, which is crazy. Which is stupid. So how did it fit? Good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like hoping like it wouldn't fit. Like, yeah, no, I was I'm like, glad cool. it all worked yeah, out, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because yeah, women have to try on everything. So that's that's our mindset. Like if we don't try on something, there's a good chance when we go home, we won't like it. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. Okay. You guys got it. It's hard in that regard, huh? Yeah, it is. Which is, yeah. But you're smart with, it's cool that you have a passion for the menswear like that. And like, I saw you did a cool hat recently. Oh yeah, I did like a mud cloth bucket hat. Um, I first found it at the Goodwill. I'm all about eco-friendly. So most things I do are from that like message. Like everything I do, I want to use, let it be from USA or you know, dead stock fabric. I don't really want to use any synthetics in most cases. So, yeah, I found that fabric at the Goodwill, and I made some hats from it. Then I got some feedback, and more people like it, so now I'm investing in more fabric. And, um, yeah. So so you found the hat and then added the fabric, you're saying? Oh, no, I found the fabric by itself. It's at oh, the okay, Goodwill. The f- okay, okay, Yeah, and cool, I was like, okay. what can I make from this? Like, I had it for a year. And I was just hoarding because that's what fashion designers do in most cases. We find some pretty stuff and we're like, we're going to use it one day. <laughs> and like 30 years later, oh, I can make this. But no, um, yeah, I found the cloth at the Goodwill. And I was like, okay, bucket hats would be cool. Like it's, it's breathable and it's I don't have that much fabric. And yeah, people like it. So and that, what is that retailing for? What are you selling those for? Um, I'm selling it for $50. 
Yeah, mud cloth is the traditional fabric, and it's kind of um, expensive just because it's hand woven. So, well, sign me up. I want to grab one. <laughs> you know, Thank I had a, I haven't had a bucket hat since I, for many years, but I've been wanting to get one. Mm. But yeah, they just have a cool feel when they're on your head. It's just like, and there's nothing yeah. quite like. You, I mean, there's nothing like a bucket hat, right? It's, it's like, not. It's like. You know, it's weird. I didn't own one before, and now that I have one, like I just feel like. I feel really cool and the way that it like <laughs> blocks the sun. I'm so with it. I went to the beach and I was just like, why did I, why did I want, I'm so glad yeah, I Yeah, it like creates one. a zone around you. I'm like, because the way it comes down, you're like in your own little, you're like in the zone. You're like, yeah, that's. Yeah. And so what I also made, the first one I made is too big for my head, which is good for me because now I can put it below my eyes so I can be high and like no one will know. They're like, oh, she's protecting the sun. I'm really just high as fuck trying not to be <laughs> apart. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Don't look at me in the eyes. Uh, you're gonna need to make a big one for my big head. That's for sure. Well, think I think I'm a seven and three quarters. Oh, that's that's normal. Oh, is it? Yeah. I was like, it's it's not yeah, extra large. A huge head. Yeah, you're good. No, I do though. But so what's <laughs> it? What's the average men's size? Would you say for a hat? Like, it depends if you, your size. If you have um, if you had like more hair, I would say it'd be like twenty for the circumference. Like if you had hair that need to be in a ponytail, that type of thing. So what does seven and three quarters even mean? Or what are those measure? <laughs> I, I never know. I didn't. Seven and three quarters. Oh, it. Okay. So I don't feel like that's accurate because I would measure the circumference of your head. Whatever seven and three quarters is might be to baseball caps. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And I don't, that I'm not familiar okay, with. Okay. Cool. Somebody let us know. Yeah. I never really thought about it before. I'm just like, oh, this is my size. I don't know what it means. Yes. Yeah, uh, see, see, look at guys. You, ju you guys just <laughs> like, you go with it. Like, I don't even know what this really means. Hey, it fits. It fits. <laughs> but is it possible that one size below might fit better, one size up might fit better? Yeah. And no. that's where it comes into. It depends on the brands and stuff like that, too. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of, and that's where the hardest thing is, is shoes. Like most other clothes are pretty easy for me. Yeah. But sometimes shoes will like half size or size differently if they fit a little different. Yeah. especially dress shoes like they're a lot harder to find a good dress shoe because i'm like usually 11 and a half 12 sometimes i'll fit in like a 10 and a half dress shoe or 11 okay. it's weird yeah going it's on a shoe tangent weird. <laughs> it's super weird um i wear the same shoe all the way around i don't know guys i mean maybe it's dress shoes because they're like hard and less flexible. yeah they, they got weird little points and yeah it's interesting there. you guys used to wear skirts though that's even more interesting yeah. Like the guys used to wear skirts. But anyway, so I just want to ask some breathing room down there, you know? True. Yeah. You think that's what it was for? Yeah, I would think so. They look, uh, <laughs> weirdest thing happened at the bar to me. I was, this guy was with his wife and I come up. He's like, you know, you'd look good in a kilt. I'm like, what the fuck does weird. that mean, dude? Like, but you know, I'm being nice. I'm like, hey, thanks, man. That's not creepy. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? And then like it hit me like months later. I'm like, what the hell? That was fucking weird. It was. Yeah. I mean, does, does he mean like you look like you're from Scotland I or like? No, I, I was like, okay, I were forget. Your legs out? No, I'm more. I'm wearing pants and stuff. That's why it's just so weird. It's like <laughs> that's one of those random things that's ever happened to me. It's like you. Look, I'm like, and if it was a girl, it'd be cooler. I was just like, it's kind of weird, you know. No judgment. Hey, maybe it, it inspired me you. though. I'm like, maybe I should get a kilt. Maybe, maybe I'll kill it. Get some bagpipes and just go out. Yeah, you never know. You could like come into yourself. Like you could get a bagpipe and then like fill it. You could be like planning, be like, "This is for me." And Damn, then, yeah, you know, it's like this is my destiny. You're like smoking weed and playing a bagpipe in a skirt. Smoking weed out of the bagpipe. <laughs> that would be crazy. I feel like Scottish people would be mad at you, but that would be great. Yeah, they'd be like, "Fuck this guy." But there'd probably be that couple Scottish guys like, "Yeah, that guy, that guy's cool, man." Right. Like, if only he knew we've been did that. I wonder how their weed is there. 
Um, I heard like Amsterdam weed wasn't as great as California, and I haven't been. I believe it because of climate in terms mm. of outdoor, mm. for sure. Well, um, yeah, probably it's trash. It's hard to beat the Emerald Triangle, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to ask you. So, yeah. what do you think about weed clothing for the future? Like, as for Californians, how creative can we get in the like weed fashion industry? You know. That's a very good question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just thought of something that came to my mind that um, I had went to an interview for a weed company who wanted to start apparel, and they were telling me about cookies and how well they did it. Like, started off with the weed company, and now they're branding. They have a whole cookie store that has apparel. But oh, I didn't know they th- sold mer- merch up in there. Yeah. it's. I don't think it's in the weed shop, but they have a separate okay. store. Um, I actually drove past it. I feel like it's in Melrose area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I need to check it out. It looks dope. And yeah, burner's dope. I'm I'm on board with what he's got going on. I I don't think it's like weed functional. I think it's just like around the brand. But like what you're doing is technical weed fashion. So I feel like it's a bit more. Yeah, cool. you know, I guess I'm my take on it might be a little different too because I like like subtlety. Mm-hmm. I mean, this shirt that I have, this design I got is like the most like big design I have on any shirts or anything. But I'm more about like with the smokers tank. Like I'm might not even put a logo on it. You know, like how we've been doing it so far. Like. And that's how I am with, I've never, I'll have, I have some weed shirts and stuff I wear, but I like more like, I'd rather wear like a plain white shirt with like a little weed leaf mm. than like weed leaves all over and stuff, you know? And like, so I'm more about the subtle little details, I guess. Yeah. You don't want to do anything too crazy. You're not a flashy guy. But yeah, but I mean, this shirt's kind of crazy. Yeah, but it's a graphic, it's kinda, you know? Abs, yeah. It's, it's like, not, I mean, it's crazy, but it's like, you're not distracting people as you walk they would just have to look at your tank and be like oh i see i see yeah i'm like noticing something new on it too when i'm in the mirror like brushing my teeth i'm like oh they added that (laughs) (laughs) because my initial design to them like kind of like i gave you a broad outline i was like i just want an astronaut smoking a joint floating away from the beach i can't and then they're like okay and then this they they sent me this is their i was like give me kind of one design i have several designs and i was like then go all out on whatever you want to do Hmm. And that's and then they have the other designs where they kind of and that's the way I like to work is like if you're too hard on trying to like I need this 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 uh, and you take away the fun and freedom then it's like why even do it yeah you know yeah I don't know if you've worked with people like that maybe I'm kind of like that with like these samples that I keep doing but (laughs) no and I think the good thing is like you're you're really chill and I feel like some people are unrealistic like you need multiple samples to get your idea across because it changes and you. You know, because, like, you know, you wanted your pocket one way, then you realize it wasn't really the best, and you wouldn't really want to put that in production. And it's all trial and error until you're, like, comfortable with selling the product. Like, even myself, I make a lot of prototypes for the same stuff, but people never see it because I'm just such a perfectionist. I keep trying to, like, get better and better at the same thing, and it's just, like, that's why I don't have my line released yet. But I'm I'm That's where it's always hard, though. It's, it's, It's always walking that line where it's, like, Am I overthinking this? You mm. know, like, which I know I'm definitely do a lot, you know, I yeah. believe a, a, most people probably do, but it's like, at the same time, you want that, like with these samples, I didn't want to just roll, even though the first sample is really dope. Mm-hmm. It's like, we can keep perfecting it. Like you're saying, like, it's a process I'd rather. And that's where, especially when I'm selling something mm-hmm. and that's what like all the salesmen say, you know, it's like, if you believe in something, like it'll sell itself essentially, you know, like I'm not trying to like push some shit that I don't necessarily believe in yeah like that I'm really behind and I wear and I rock and I smoke in it and I do all this stuff like that to me is 
the truth like of what I'm doing you know yeah I think it's because like if you were to say for example push out the first one and you didn't really mess with it like you didn't shoot a video you know what I'm saying then people would have a harder time connected with it but since you know like you really stand behind it you're passionate you will create video content showing people how they can use it I feel like it's easier for someone to trust you and invest in it like oh he was doing backflips in his tank top and his vape pen did not <laughs> oh, fall shoot, out I wish that's a good idea <laughs> I'm gonna get somebody that can do backflips that's freaking brilliant <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and that's where I wanted to do like how I did that video when I was on the beach like mm -hmm. when I did got a workout like I want to like document the process for everybody and so they're like oh like Jack's been working on this smoker's tank for like a year. Mm -hmm. Like maybe, maybe, you know, it's finally done. Maybe it's like legit. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to bring people in on the process where before and with other stuff, I kind of like keep it behind the scenes, you know? So did you put out anything in terms of like your line launching or are you kind of just going to do one big launch or what's going on with, what's going on oh. with that? Um, what is going on? So I did launch something. I have a, I should talk about both of them. So I yeah. have an eco-friendly men's line called Massey Menswear, M-A-S-S-E. That link's in your Instagram description, right? It is. Yep. It yep. is. And um, I made this very vibrant uh, jumpsuit, and it's made from 100% cotton, so you can breathe. has amazing um, zippers and pockets and all this great stuff. That's my first thing I'm launching. And then I'm also working on, like, some upcycle stuff. I want to launch more, like, concrete pieces maybe towards... I don't know realistically next year and then i'm also doing a sustainable baby booty company which is like i use scraps of fabrics that my friends are going to throw away and make baby accessories out of it oh wow yeah because it's all about eco-friendly well let me know about i'm excited for all those too <laughs> uh, and i'm from a huge family and there's always little ones running around so <gasps> keep me posted on that i'll get some of those and you know yeah i'm like, yeah so um yeah i am gonna launch more things um i will stay away from weed um, stuff though and leave that to the professionals like Jack um, <laughs> but yeah well, you're, the one, you're the one making it happen for me I just came to you with an idea and you're yeah. bringing it to life you know I couldn't do what you're doing I don't and that's why I love working with the smaller brands and startups because I feel like you guys are so creative and that in most cases I get to see like these crazy things come to life you know what I'm saying like people are always worried like oh can you do this for me like thinking it's too hard and it's like it is complicated I mean turning anything from idea to like a 3d sample is crazy when you think about it like it's a lot of stuff that goes into it but with the proper time and the materials and details like anything can happen you know I love that I love <laughs> that outlook yeah for real true. yeah I'm really excited for this tank too and like I know I've had I have two friends that want to order one so mm. I'm like and my brother definitely wants one so I'm like three on pre-order I'm like I just got to keep getting this going so yeah with that it'll probably be it's going to be a 2020 launch like I, we were talking before but mm -hmm. uh and I'm really excited for that me too and then like you know <laughs> I hope you expand to women's products so yeah. you know and I do have another product that I want to do too that will be simpler mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I might as well just say it here. It's basically the same concept. Mm -hmm. And I've seen, and I did some research. Some people are kind of doing it, but I want to do like a, just a sock, like a crew sock. Oh, yeah. With a pocket. Yeah. Like I'm all about little pockets. Because yeah. I used to put my shit in my sock all the time and it saved me from getting busted actually many times. But like I want a little sock with a little pocket, you know, and if you're going out too, it's always nice to have like throw a little spare $20 bill in there. Yeah. Whatever you need, you know? Like, yeah. I could throw his molly in there. You could, and then go to your <laughs> rave, and no one would pat down your socks. And so, I'll, maybe we could do a proto or a 
sample. Yeah. I just love the word prototype. I think you want to be a scientist, Jack. I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I did fail out of chemistry, so. No, I didn't. I just dropped. <laughs> I just dropped. And the teacher's like, are you sure you want to do this? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he made it so life or death. Like, you know, once you dropped um, chemistry, the world was going to end. Yeah, that's what it was like. I was like, no, dude, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so I have a question for you. What is it? It's serious. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what, like, what advice would you give somebody who wants to, you know, get into fashion, who's mm-hmm. coming up in the game, trying to build their own line, a product, or just like just trying to come up in the fashion world? Um, I would like to let people know starting a fashion line is really, um, at first it's just money going out. So I just want people to know that, like, cause I, people always say it's so expensive. Just start a clothing line. It really isn't in, in disposable income. So in sense, because until you have your sample finished, you, you won't be able to sell it. And it's like so many things that go into it. I really just want to say to start a line, just be clear with what, what you want. And also find good people to help you because you can't do everything by yourself. So I really just say have a good design. Know what materials you're going to use because that can also take months. Jack, you know, it's a hard process finding (laughs) fabric. And that usually um, holds up most people in production process. And then making sure you have the right players on your team is really it. And, um, yeah, and don't be afraid to ask questions because at the end of the day, the more information you have, the farther you can go with it. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's it. That was a great answer. That's some real talk right there. Yeah. Anything you want to add from, you know, starting your stuff? You know, I kind of had that vibe going into it Mm because I know it's like with everything that you do, you know, you got to put in the work. Mm -hmm. Like, so I had that expectation going in, like. I didn't think finding fabric would be so hard to be honest with you, mm-hmm. but like I had the expectation, like this isn't going to be overnight. This is going to take months, you know, to do. And what but, was your issue with your fabric? Well, I ordered the wrong fabric and I ordered a too small piece of fabric. Mm-hmm. And then the second time I ordered the right fabric, but I ordered it too small, but you still made it work for me. Yeah. But it was just hard to find the fabric and like, I think I'm using spoon flower it's called or something, yeah. but it's like, it's cool. I get the fabric and the fabric that I'm using right now is really good. Cause it's like high quality. I forget the exact percentage, but it's like a cotton uh, sports Jersey, something like that. Okay. I don't know. What, what do you think that is? That like kind of stretchy material I have? I would say it's a, a knit, a Jersey yep. knit. That's it. A cotton. And it probably has a blend of cotton and spandex. Yep. <laughs> Sounds That's about right. Yep. Okay. You're bringing it all back. Okay. But yeah. I, and then like, I mean, yeah, I, I always expected it to be a process. Yeah. But I feel like that's where it would be annoying to get a client, like you're saying, who's like, I have this idea, can I have it done in a week? It's I like, ha- yeah, if you're going to drop a lot of dough. I have people <laughs> like that. And it's like, it's actually somebody I'm waiting for for email from. They wanted me to do something in a week. And like, this week is my birthday week. And I'm just like, dude, cool. But you're going to have to pay me for yeah. it, you know? And I feel like people often don't value your time sometimes especially in fashion like especially me being a woman they think it's a craft for me if it was a guy doing it they would you know pay him what he's doing but since i'm a woman and i like fashion ah we don't have to pay her you know what she should but living in la i need the equal pay you know i'm banging on this right now equal pay so like um yeah Yeah, you gotta get that yeah it's like and that's where yeah you just gotta do that that's why i even i'll let everybody know I fucked up 
and I gave Brianda the wrong schedule. I said tomorrow when I got back from Vegas, so she came to the studio oh. on the wrong day, and I wasn't here, and I felt like such a dick, but I still like felt bad, threw you a little cash for at least some gas, but like. It was so nice, guys, and I wasn't mad, but it's like LA culture. <laughs> like things happen but like sometimes people are flaky and excuses are like non-valid jack had a valid excuse like you know he just wrong days yeah it's still it was still my bad <laughs> i still feel like a piece of shit i was like in a vegas fog like what am i doing right now yeah hey. but yeah thank you for being chill and making it today again yeah no problem yeah, <laughs> yeah i was worried about scheduling but it worked out yeah, yeah. and i'm thankful to be here this is my first um podcast yeah it's like, fun right yeah just it is. it's like I thought I was going to have more anxiety, but it's cool. Yeah, it's better than, like, the enthusiasts we did. It's more comfortable here. Mm -hmm. Mike's always chilling, keeping it real. Yeah. I can't wait to get him on an episode because Mike just kicks it. He loves to smoke up, too, so. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I'm surprised he hasn't been on here yet. Yeah, yeah. Going to get him on. I'm about to book some more sessions here mm -hmm. and get him on. But, uh, yeah, this is where it's at here. Third Wheel Presents got it going down. So if you're trying to get on the podcast game, anybody out there, you're in L.A., yeah. come hit the studio up for real. We'll keep it real here. <laughs> keep it real here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's nice and comfy. So what do you, uh, oh, it is. We're we chilling. <laughs> yeah. we chillin'. So what do you smoke on today? I know I gave you a little bit of vape. We can talk about oh, the vape yeah. epidemic later, like we were saying. The vape epidemic. Um, Today, I smoked this morning. I actually just smoked a free joint from the weed store. It was trash. But <laughs> I smoked it because I didn't want to be really high before work. When I go home, I'm going to smoke a sativa. I forget the name of it. But I'm impartial to it, and I'm waiting for something better. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did you smoke today? Not much. Just a little blue dream. Took, like, a, two quick pulls out of my bowl, and then mm -hmm. a couple rips of a vape outside. Mm-hmm. Probably going to go home, smoke a little more blue dream. He's still smoking vapes, guys. I'm scared. I am. I am. You guys have seen the news. Jack, yeah. how you- You know, I actually- yeah, I mean, I believe you know if you know where you're getting it from, but there's always there's always exceptions. It's yeah. always sketchy, but you know, what they say though too is like you can get it from, especially if you're buying even flour on the black market. They say some crazy percentage right now, like seventy percent. Don't quote me on that, but like of all like black market weed is essentially coming from like Mexican cartels, and they're like essentially putting seriously toxic shit on the flour. So like when these like people bust these raids and stuff they can't even necessarily touch the plants yet they have to like let them chill because this is how potent this toxic like toxic idity <laughs> wow yeah, i bought black market weed that makes oh, me yeah. no i do too scared as fuck. but that's my that's my point though is like <laughs> i've been doing that sir for how long and i'm cool you know like yeah but, but are we cool but yeah <laughs> who knows who knows but that's where i'm not like trying to go get a vape from some like random ass person like I got a guy who gave me a vape the other day and he mm -hmm. sells the supplies to make vapes or I'll go to the like a legit dispensary or if it's your friend, you know, you just got to just trust the source is my most important thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like the one thing about buying weed from these shops is like you can't trust the source unless it's like, like you said, the official one. Most cases, the black market, they're like pulling weed out of big bags and like who they don't know yeah. where they're getting it from. If you ask the people, they couldn't tell you. The people working there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you're on the same page with uh, Chris there. I had Chris on talking about uh, bud tenders, and he's like, because he grows, he's like, man, I just sometimes just hate going when they have to smell 10 things to find what I want. Yeah, and then you're asking people, like, you know, questions, and they're not informed. They're just there for the paycheck and, like, the smoke-free weed, and it's just like, great. But, you know, I kind of – that's one thing I did kind of appreciate before. It was legal, 
like going i feel like the weed was kind of better too crazy enough before it got legal um when you have the medical marijuana car and you would go in these places and like when you ask for certain stuff you would i feel like they would give you more response like they have more knowledge it wasn't just selling weed it was like okay you came in here because you got back pain this one is good for pain management you know but now it's just like what do you want all right yeah yeah no i feel you and that's because i think just being more medicinal they were kind of like that mm -hmm. but to to the defense of the bud tenders the reason why i'm cool with them even if they're not always the most knowledgeable is everyone that i've had for the most part like 90 percent, they're just really chill and they probably really high very true yeah like yo what's up what do you want I'm like, <laughs> let's go guys like I'll, i take this like i'm like all right that's cool you know people chilling yeah. but I, I understand though how it's like there should be some type of courses maybe <laughs> feel so whack saying that like the courses you take on some weed. courses on take some weed courses kid and i mean even if it's like at the top of the day when they start like yo this is what we got on the shelf these are the properties that's it like some note cards something i mean if i had a weed shop people would be informed because i feel like when people can form trust with you and see that you have information that's when they really mess with you that's when they're gonna keep coming back if you're giving them half-ass knowledge they're not messing with it because they can you know they can go to a place like Mad Men where they're smiling in your face and yeah that's all that yeah. weird stuff yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Medmen. I've never been. It seems like it seems like my worst dream. Like I would go in there, <laughs> everything's super bright and like it's that weird feeling like yeah, it's legal, but this is like super like commercialized and it's overpriced. And yeah, it, it just kind of reminds me of the Walmart of weed, you know. Exactly. But and that's where we were talking earlier, like how you like you know dealing with smaller brands, smaller businesses, mm -hmm. and that like i do do delivery service i use ease a lot but like mm. when i am going to a dispensary i want to go to like a little more like like a smaller one like smart weed's really cool mm. i forget where exactly that is but like i've seen it it's pretty cool it's like a little cool vibe they got artwork on the wall like snoop dog and like neon like neon lights like it's just a yeah. cool little vibe and i get you know a place a smoker would want to chill yeah yeah well and two in the fashion district um they have tons of places you can just go smoke up in there like there's a lot of dispensaries i feel like throughout la you can't mm -hmm. just go blaze in like mm -hmm. a couple of those forgive me i don't know the names but in the fashion district you can go down and they they're like oh you want a free dab they're like dab rigs lined up you can smoke a joint they're bumping music so like yeah that's a cool vibe they got going down there i do like that and i experienced it first when i went to uh, san francisco like maybe last year and i was smoking in one of the weed shops and i was like man this is great my only thing is truly with smoking i get anxiety i'm a i'm a type of smoker that likes to smoke alone so if i start my high around too many people i'm gonna leave because i can i can be around people once it's settled but the initial high now nah, i need to go talk to myself figure out how i'm feeling you know all that like I'm stoner stuff and then once i get it together i can like form conversations with people you know yeah. like oh yeah i'm not as high as i thought but yeah, yeah. No, i feel you i'm with you i'm like definitely more of like a smaller group smoker i love smoking by myself and i always have too but yeah like a lot of times if i'm going to a big party i don't want to get like too blazed out or i'm just going to be like chilling in the corner like hey what's up yeah like yeah. and then people think you're weird because you're like standoff and it's yeah. like no he's really high yeah <laughs> he's just really high yeah, he's not yeah. he's not a jerk yeah, I mean, that's where the, like, sativa can hit you hard sometimes. And it's like, you get, like, I'll, like, smoke a joint of sativa sometimes. Like, like, I feel like going crazy. But, yeah. That's where, like, um, I'm looking, like, that's where CBD can balance it. And I want to start mm. messing with CBD more. I'm just dabbling with it in that regard. But 
Yeah. What What are your thoughts on the CBD? This This shit's been huge, like blowing up. You know, since it has. They even got CBD shops in Missouri. When I went home, I thought that was weird. I was like, what? Conservatives in Missouri? Oh, gosh. Yeah, they're all over uh, Kansas, too. Yeah, it's crazy. American shaman. <laughs> but that's that's where I was living for a while, so I'm going to I'm gonna hit that guy up, try to do a little business with him, you know? That's what's up. Shout out to KC out. Bring it, bring a Cali vibe to his... Uh, but yeah, it's crazy, these people. But they're smart in that regard because yeah. I don't know who the one you're talking about, but American shaman is setting up... He has like 30 stores or something already mm. in Kansas, so... When the law passes, bam, switched over. He's going to be the top dog. Yeah, and he's he already will. making tons of money on CBD. So when the law changes, convert the stores, bring in the product. This guy's going to be like it. bankrolling. Yeah, that's why you should get get on the way. Yeah, so I respect I respect that hustle. Yeah, I will say so. CBD. I don't know how I feel about it. I haven't had like great experience with CBD. I have tried weed yoga. Shout out to Yoga with Manelli. Um, if you guys ever want to find yoga classes with weed, she does. Where are those? So it's in a uh, mid city. It is on Arlington and maybe Pico. But she has Yindika classes, and what she offers, she offers you leaf and also like um, tinctures and also the pills with CBD. Oh, and um thc so i feel like when i've done yoga with it i've been okay for pain management it helped me really get into it but like i've tried tinctures and i haven't liked tinctures i don't know if my metabolism is too fast where i don't solely cbd tinctures or ones with thc in them as well tinctures in general oh really you don't you don't you're not feeling them you're saying i'm not feeling them the pills i can but like the tinctures no yeah i guess do do you recall the brand at all or no um dang it's all good i know yeah, i'm putting I'm you on the spot no because there's like i've taken some i'm not feeling but there's some good companies i talked about before too on this podcast like elite california does it right their tinctures okay. are nice but they have different levels they have the cbd one they have one that's called nighttime mm. so you just do it at night they got the daytime they might have changed the names they came out with one called fuego that's just supposed to be super potent oh cool but yeah i do tinctures are nice though because they do kick in pretty quick and it's a cool vibe, but I've been looking for something like that. I don't necessarily do yoga, but I love the stretch. And I think you would like it. I think because she has different classes. She has like a Sunday slow class where it's like slow stretching, okay. which, you so know. That's me there. Yeah. And then she has like uh, the Yindica, which you smoke Indica and get into the poses, which is a little bit deeper, you know. And you can just smoke whatever you want. Yeah, she actually offers joints for communal purposes, and she has the tincture, she has the salve, and then you can also bring weed. So it's like, it's a weed-friendly place. Dope. It is, and I was, I just, I'm so glad that we brought it up, because I've really been wanting to go, and I think it's like, I think people in LA who listen to the podcast will appreciate a safe space for weed and yoga. Hell yeah, and what was it called? What's she? Her name uh, is uh, Yoga with Manelli. It's yoga with on... Manelli. Instagram. She has YouTube videos where she smokes and does yoga practices. She if you can't make it now. in, you really should. Yeah. I think you guys, I think you guys will hit it off because she is really not only um, does she have classes about like you know weed and yoga. She has like classes about like traditional forms of like taking the weed. Like it goes back. Like okay, she's really deep she, in it. Yeah, that's so what's up. yeah, yeah. Maybe I have to wear my smokers tank there. The third sample. Think she collaborate like it. Yeah. yeah yeah that's cool though yeah i'm definitely gonna check that out because i've never taken a yoga class but i need to just start taking more classes yeah like, and like I, this month i'm taking oh sorry oh sorry i was gonna say i don't know if your girl goes but then y'all could like i can come together on yoga because girls love yoga yoga and then you can she's more of like uh she likes like her 
and home space. <laughs> yeah. She, like, she, like, she does, like, workouts on the TV and stuff mm. and, like, likes to stretch out at home and stuff. And, like, so that's more her vibe, I think. But, uh, okay. oh, hey, who knows? Maybe I'll do, uh, maybe I'll get, show up. Do you show up and pay for it or do you have to buy them on, like, Eventbrite or? Um, you can show up and pay for it or you can uh, buy it from her website because then at least if you do it, Book it on her website. You can. She'll know you're coming, and she'll count. You know, have enough weed for you. <laughs> so that I, I would not that I wouldn't drop in, but at least message her so she knows she yeah. can have the right amount of weed. So yeah, it's a really fun class. That's dope. And then you know, like when you're doing weed, you're not even thinking. Like if you mess up, you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah, just chill, be in the zone there. Yeah, I want to do yeah. one of those uh, float tanks too, really bad. That looks really cool. It just, but what if you like, I don't know, you go into some weird dimension. That'd be awesome. Okay. <laughs> I, hope, I would be scared shitless. Like, I don't want to go. I'd, I'd be like, what's going on? But I feel like you could just get out, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I was talking to this lady yesterday. She was telling me the name of it, but she just got back from some class where, like, it's all live sounds. Mm-hmm. And it's a guy, too, who's doing, like, chants. And she's saying that's she's tried a lot of stuff, but that's what worked best for her was, like, drums and an actual person there chanting and, like. Kind of like a sound bath. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, I'm out of the loop here. Yeah, I think. Everybody's like, sound bath, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, it goes along with the, like the wellness and yoga thing, which is why, I mean, if you're not connected, then, you know, that's yeah, why you yeah. don't know the jargon. But for yeah. me, I'm like, oh, sound bath. Like, I wanted to go to one this weekend. Anyway. Um, do you yeah, do those? I do. And I do feel like it's something about the music, either like echoes and the vibrations. I'm not saying that right, right? Vibrations. It's not right vibration there we go that sounds it messes i got you, we got you. <laughs> it messes with your body in and in a good way like you yeah. can feel it and it takes over well that's what she was saying she's like i was in there and she's like my right like hip was started to tingle mm-hmm. and she's like then i asked him and he said that's probably where you're tight or something like that so but i was telling her too a lot of times like it takes me a while to hit like a i feel like at least my brain's racing so much a lot like mm-hmm. it takes me a cool at least 10 minutes to like completely level out chill out and be able to get to that state where i could let those instruments like those sounds f- hit me you know yeah and i think it'll happen sooner than you realize because with that usually there's some form of meditation that they have you go into so that would be like your 10 minutes where they're trying to clear your mind oh, okay. and then sense. you know you get into it like out of your meditation you'd be like oh i feel this it feels amazing yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling even more calm talking about it yeah, I think you should. Just, I think you should go. Yeah, I'll hit it up. Yeah. So is that what you like to do in your free time? Do a little yoga, chill. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to do as recently is to do the yoga that I talked about earlier. Just because she's so weed based. Um, smoke first. I wake up. I smoke. Then I do the yoga, and then you know my day has a great perspective. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I feel like uh, yeah, it's so easy for me to smoke weed and get into mindfulness because I feel like I can really connect without like all the racing thoughts so it is one of my favorite things and that's where I love indica too yeah like I've, I've been getting more into more into indica as I've been smoking but you don't become a couch potato no I, I kind of do but that's why I like <laughs> it like I, I but I, I mean I'm not like a couch potato but it like it's just calm it's more calming sometimes like a heavy mm-hmm. indica like this what I had in that vape is a lazy OG it's called but it's like I don't know. It's just 
when you're stretching and stuff, just more calming to me sometimes that heavy indica than like a high sativa. Oh yeah. 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 So like at night, you know, even though I'm smoking it today, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It is a difference because like when you're smoking sativa, I feel like you're like, you're all over the place in a sense. Like you have high energy, but with the indica, you can move slow. You can, you know, yeah. get into sloth mode and, <laughs> you know, accept that. Yeah. Yeah. Only thing is for most cases, like, I can even smoke sativa at night and still be cool, but that's probably because I'm, like, so used to well, it. Oh, I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... But that's the thing, yeah. too, to me. It's, like, it's all going to wear off relatively quickly, you know? I think our tolerance is high. It yeah. shouldn't be like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're smoking, if you're smoking every day, you know, it's... Yeah. Do you ever want to stop no. or take a break? Do you ever take, like, uh, what is it, tolerance breaks? I did a... How long? No, did it last? I did a week like a couple of years ago. I did like, <laughs> I did like four days when I went to visit my bro. Um, so like nothing like two. Ex- I'd say that's the longest, like four days. And on the fourth day, how are you feeling? I was cool. You weren't agitated or anything. No, but I mean at the same time I was like drinking some really good beer and stuff. So I was getting pretty. I was getting like tips, you know. Mm-hmm. Boulevard Tank Seven's my favorite beer. Farmhouse Ale. No, I'm allergic to gluten, so this is all over oh, my shoot. head. Have you ever had a gluten free beer? I've had cider, but not gluten free. They they exist. Okay. No, I'm asking. Like, uh, I thought you were saying you had a cider that wasn't. I was like, oh shit, oh, that, what no, happened? No, no, no. I was gonna <laughs> no. The cider was gluten free, but I was asking. Oh yeah, yeah, they do. They're they they're do. overpriced though. I haven't tried them because I'm not because I take everything's gluten free. It's overpriced. It's messed up. <laughs> it's yeah, like they know they're <laughs> like oh what what's making pay. It's because it's trendy to be gluten-free now yeah but so the people who are actually allergic we're like we do not want to pay extra for the same stuff that everyone else is eating so what would be in the, like i'm kind of ignorant to that what would be an example of something like that like sandwiches hamburgers for example you know like when they charge you an extra dollar for the gluten-free bread see? things like uh, that you know that i see up. i didn't know this i didn't know this yeah there's a whole nother life you know I, like it's like damn they're taxing you huh they are like gluten-free donuts they charge like four dollars and a regular donut is like what 75 cents things so what's like a gluten that free? what are those like made out of then what do you know what oh yeah it's usually almond flour or spell and um i feel like some people mess with brown rice too in the ingredients i think it's kind of a mixture to get the right consistency because usually it can go a couple ways. It can be extra dry and disgusting, which is most <laughs> gluten-free things, like the worst thing ever. I had a cinnamon roll that was horrible weeks ago. Horrible and burnt. <laughs> anyway, um, and places like Cake Girl and Boyle Heights, she makes really good gluten-free donuts, but I think she puts like applesauce in her mixture Ooh. to make it moist. Yeah, that's a, that's key right there. Yeah, so... Um, it's just things like that. Like, even a gluten-free cake is, like, twice the price of a regular cake. And it's just, like, for what? I guess the flour is more expensive in a sense, but I just think overall it's because they know that people without, with allergies will pay more to have the same stuff that everyone else is eating. Yeah. Privilege. Yeah. It's annoying. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> You're opening my mind up to a world of gluten. I don't know what I would do. Like... I'm trying to eat less, you know, but I, I love pasta too much. I can't yeah. like, uh, but there <laughs> are, <laughs> so, <laughs> but there are like gluten-free options you can do. And I do like brown rice, but like still like there's nothing better than me than like a jasmine rice. Exactly. I mean, jasmine, I think it is gluten-free. Oh, is it? I think mm-hmm. all rice is oh, really? gluten-free. It's just um anything 
not wheat based. Okay, so do you do you drink liquor at all? That's I really don't. What happened was being allergic to gluten has messed up my stomach, and for the first year of being in LA, I still ate everything. So like my stomach is ruined. I can't even handle liquor. Do you drink kombucha? Yeah, I do yeah. sometimes. So if you take if you took like a shot of let's say like Tito's right now, it would like hit you hard. Well, it would mess with my stomach hard, and yeah, I would feel yeah. sick and woozy. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah. Maybe we talked about this in the enthusiast series. I was like, that could be a blessing in disguise, though. It could be. Like, I'm really glad to not have to be a part of social drinking and be like, no, guys, I'm just going to smug and I need to smug before. But, like, because I hate drinking. I hate, well, I hate throwing up. I think everyone does. But I'm so happy now, especially because we's legal. I can, like, have that. I'm going to go outside, guys, and smoke. But, yeah, I don't miss being drunk. Yeah, and I feel like that's where, like, sometimes with alcohol, like, if you're like, yo, and you're at a party situation, you go, I'm cool, I'm not drinking. And they're like, what, you're sick? Like, you got to follow your liver fucked up? I'm like, no, I'm just like not trying to drink today. <laughs> you know like what I mean? But if it was like a smoker, I feel like a lot of drinkers are smokers. But, you know, if it's like you want to hit this and you're like, no, I'm cool, I'll be like, all right. Yeah. It's like more of a peer pressure thing. It is. And, it, and the people are often like with drinking, they will keep questioning like, yes, yeah, drink a little bit. And it's like, I said no, but like you're really <laughs> adamant about me drinking yeah. this liquor. I want to have as much fun as I'm having. It's like I'm having the right amount of fun <laughs> yeah. that I want to have. Yeah. yeah, you know. And if I was high, I'd probably be sitting down. So like you should be happy I'm here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. you know, I do like indulging in some drinks. Like when I was in Vegas, of What's course. What's your favorite? And you're a bartender, so like yeah. you probably get fancy with the yeah, drinks. Yeah, I can get I can get fancy. You know, it depends. Um, I since I've been out in California, I've been enjoying some tequila, some mezcal. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was bourbon. Okay. Um, feeling a little gin in Vegas. I was hitting up some gin. The botanist gin's really good. Um, but yeah, it just kind of depends what what I'm no feeling. No vodka. I'll I'll do vodka, but I don't know like. I'll drink vodka if I feel like I'm like gonna go party. Mm-hmm. I want to like, cause to me, yeah, you can make some good drinks with vodka. Don't get me wrong, but with the others, with gin, it, like the spirit itself, the botanicals and gin, it just has more flavor. Same with you know your whiskeys, bourbons. They have like an inherent like richness from the cask. You hear this? This is some like fancy drinking, <laughs> drinking <laughs> but, knowledge. Uh, not, but yeah, I'm not a. Give me a tank seven. I'm cool. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Boulevard. Uh, in Kansas City, their beers are really good. Oh, but out here is crazy. Yeah, there's so much. And then the fact that they have distilleries, like, you know, yeah. in driving distance is yeah, crazy. Um, I love it. Yeah, my boy turned me on to Monkish, Monkish. in Torrance. It's a- and my brother is like an IPA guy. He has beers from all over the world. I took him to Monkish. Dude fell in love with it. Like, he's like, dude, this is the best beer I've had in my life. Like, and they're like, this- oh, sorry. Is this a distillery or? Yeah, they're a brewery based out of Torrance. Ooh, okay. Um, so they're like there. It's like Monkish Smog City, which is bigger, and they distribute a lot. I mm-hmm. think Monkish doesn't distribute. I think you have to go there, and they have like can releases. You have to line up and get the cans. Wow. So my boy went. I'm like, dude, when you go to a can release, hook me up <laughs> so I can send them to my brother. So that was really cool. But I just love that craft vibe, and it's back to like the smaller business you know kind of deal we were talking about whereas like monkish is really cool you can tell that this dude is building his little brewery smog's a little bigger but they're still you know smaller they're no you know bud light you know yeah and they're building and you can kind of do a little pub crawl so it's a cool scene i don't i've gone once you know i'm Mm -hmm. not a huge brewery guy but they're fun they're cool yeah 
that's good to know because my father's coming in so i always need cool places they got some in la too i haven't done the tour yet do you know any like gin whiskey places um yeah there's there's a bunch around here there's one i've been wanting to go to it's like a Mm -hmm. speakeasy vibe um it's kind of in k-town i think it's called lock and key oh lock and key yeah yeah um you been Uh uh-huh you liked it yeah i do like lock and key it's just unfortunately it's kind of small if you're not if you're you go on a day that's not like the weekend i think it's great because they have good food get the drinks the atmosphere cool yeah Yeah, that's my kind of vibe that i like is like kind of small like homey Mm -hmm. dark definitely all that yeah yeah that's but you know that's just me usually back in you know years ago i'd be wanting to be where the most people were in just Hollywood, the party, you know, and, <laughs> but yeah, I'm still down to still down to kick it, still down to party. <laughs> you make it seem like you're super old, like you're a senior or something. You know, I just used to party a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I feel like this that over twenty twenty five. Are you over twenty five? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, twenty eight. Oh, me too. Um, well, I'm gonna be. Um, yeah, partying is not as cool as it used to be. It used to be like all the the rave. Like I can't wait this weekend to party, but now we're just like I can't wait for the weekend so I can like sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's like. <laughs> and bartending, too, because I've, I've bartended on weekends for the past, since I've been 21, you know. Wow. So it's like, it's rare that I have a weekend night off. So, I, like, weekends are my, a lot of times, like, I don't really do anything, you know. Yeah. It's it's just weird. That's the way it's been for many years. But it's cool, you know. It's just, I've changed my life to that. But I was talking to you earlier, like, mm-hmm. ta- shaving a day off so I have more time to focus on the creative, you know, True Buds, film, all that. You know, I just got to keep shaving days off of that to build something that I'm more passionate about. Yeah. And I feel like it'll happen because you keep making the connects, the right connects. Trying to. I need to make more. I'm, I'm slacking. I did sign up for an event on October 16th. Is it weed? Yeah, it's like a weed business event. I'm forgetting Ooh. on the name, but it's like small uh, business owners. It's like kind of a networking event, but it's like through Eventbrite, spent like 10 bucks. So I'm going to go just, hmm. and that's why I just need to get, just I need to start showing face more, you know? Yeah, you do. Cause I feel like that's the only thing that holds all of us back. Like we're not out here enough for people to know our talents in a yeah. sense. And the more people that know about us, the better off we'll be. As and a yeah, whole. I agree. And that's where it's like, when we met in person, you, you mm-hmm. form a connection. Whereas like, you can form connections through social, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like those those human connections that last and you keep yeah. collaborating. It's like, and I feel like that's been a lot with my clients too. Like people who've actually meet me, we've we've built a relationship and we continue. And the people I don't meet, they're like, I, I never meet them. Like if they just email me and they don't actually get to know me in person, like how you know detailed and passionate I am. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, that's always been my thing that I try to push. I was like, let's meet mm-hmm. and everything else will fall into place. Yeah, like either you're a jerk or you'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> figure it out. Well, that's figure where it's been a pleasure working with you, you know? Yeah, and you can, too. we're going to continue building this tank. And once again, anybody out there who wants some uh, dope fashion work mm-hmm. done, holler at Miranda, uh, yeah. 1010 on IG. Very true. Yeah. She'll get you hooked up. I'm going to get one of those bucket hats from you, too. Thank you so much. Should, how should I, should I D? I know I can text you or whatever, but like if somebody else wanted a bucket hat, do they DM you on IG? Yeah, they do DM me on IG. So I'm going to sell them this week and then like I'll make a post with the, with the price. I've just been putting like promo pictures up just to see the audience. Okay. But yeah, you can just DM me. By the, Hopefully by the end of this week, I'll have like product shots up with the prices. But yeah, check out Brianda1010 and also True Buds because it's freaking amazing. Hey. Thank you very much. And thanks again for coming in today. Thank you, Jack. Yeah. You're so cool. Hey, thank you.
Right back at you. <laughs> Thanks. And one more thank you here today to Real Leaf again. Thank you for sponsoring this video. If you are a spliff smoker, just give it a shot. You know, the tobacco can get pretty hard on you. And if you're not a spliff smoker, just roll a J up with me. Let's get lit. Keep chilling. This is true buzz. That Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True buzz.